without a willingness to get present and get embodied, we cannot be receptive to what's trying to find us and the stories that are wanting to be told through us. Because you and me and you and you and you and you are holding something really valuable that somebody else needs. And it's by getting embodied and present with ourselves and being willing to see ourselves differently, to change, to grow, and to accept right here, right now, that what we have to share can be available for that person who needs it. That's life-changing. Welcome home to Soulshine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin-Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello, beautiful people. Happy New Year. And even though this is the second episode of 2023, when I recorded that episode, it was still 2022. So I am officially saying Happy New Year. And I'm pretty pumped because this is my first collaborative podcast of 2023. So for those of you, you know that I alternate between solo casts and collaborative podcasts, um, you know, with experts and healers and entrepreneurs and coaches and mystics and spiritual leaders and thought leaders and all of the things every other week. And I got to finally <laughs> pop my live podcast cherry, which is that I for the first time in almost six months that I launched this puppy, that I actually recorded an interview where I got to interview the lovely Darcy Meehan, which you'll hear more about her and more from her. This beautiful soul in the world. I I got to do that and it felt so good and it felt like such home. And the reason why I want to presence this is, you know, the reason why I started repurposing old content, which it's not old at all. It's very, very relevant. And if you are following my podcast journey, which many of you are from the from the beginning of its inception, I say the same thing a million different ways. <laughs> because that's what it takes to uh, repattern and deprogram and reprogram, right? It's like the deprogramming in order to reprogram. And it takes... Uh, multiple, multiple, multiple times and hearing it different ways and having the new level of awareness. And it's like every time I say something, I realize, oh, okay, I'm saying it at this new level of awareness and consciousness and like things deepen and things refine. And 
it's just so fascinating to me. So there's the one piece around repurposing the content that it's like, it's very, very relevant. And it's sitting in an archive state with just a smaller, like a small intimate community that's having access to it, where this is, this can really help people. And so I wanted to be able to leverage that those support tools and those conversations and those trainings that I've done over the last several years. And it's been like, you know, if you've been following this journey, you know how fun it's been for me to to reflect on who I was at that point in time and where I'm at now and would I still say that thing or, you know, sometimes it's like, oh yeah, I wouldn't say that anymore, but I'm not making myself wrong for it. Or sometimes it's like, oh yeah, I said this thing and and this is what I think I meant, or this is my new level of awareness, or I said this thing, but this is this is the more integrated version of what I'm saying. And I love that. I love that I have this record of my evolution. And so why this conversation is so important now more than ever, especially as we're kicking off the new year, is I had the lovely Darcy Meehan on, and I don't want to get into all the details because you'll hear about it in the episode, but we're talking about the claiming of our origin story. And she calls this where soul and strategy come together for purpose-led living. And I love that. And Darcy helped me on several occasions, helping me uh, be able to articulate my life and my journey and my healing journey and my transformation and how everything happened the way that it was supposed to so that I could have this level of awareness that I could be here in this moment talking to you right now. <laughs> like, I firmly believe that. And, you know, now I'm being all all nostalgic around this origin story that I had never done anything like that before I had met Darcy. I mean, I had done things a little bit and I had maybe piecemealed, but I had never gone through such an intimate journey of looking at my life and noticing the threads that connect everything together and how everything happened the way that it was supposed to, because it did. <laughs> and here we are. And this podcast is another um it's another place for me to bear witness to my path and my journey and how it's constantly this spiral upwards of like new moment, new level of awareness, expanded layer of consciousness, and it continues to just spiral upwards. And of course, in that are is, you know, turmoil and disruption and pain and you know, falling flat on our face, which, you know, I am like a full proponent of sharing the mess and the journey because I feel so many uh, leaders and influencers and just people that are kind of in the spotlight, they don't do that. And um, there are plenty that do, but many do not. And I, I truly want to normalize that and show people what it takes and what's possible. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Okay, so one thing that I think is so funny that I wanted to share from last week's episode is it was New Year's Eve when I was recording the episode and I was telling you that I was going out to dinner and I was going to have a fire and I was going to do a burn ritual <laughs> and I cannot wait to tell you what happened. So I was 
putting holiday decorations away and tidying up the house. And I was just in such flow and feeling like I just wanted to have a clean house. And I wanted to wake up on New Year's Day. And I had all of these intentions and plans. I banged my knee on the side of this bench that is attached to like I have a a dining room table that has four chairs and a bench on one side. I banged my right knee on this bench that it almost felt like I hit my a funny bone in my knee and it was just this excruciating pain all the way up and down my spine and my leg. And then it went away and I was like, okay, yeah, that was, you know, that was fun. <laughs> and I just remember, okay, Lindsay, slow down, be present. And I remember then I started to record the podcast and I started noticing my knee was starting to hurt a little bit more and a bit more. And by the end, so by like 6 p.m. on New Year's Eve, I looked down at my, okay, I'm trying to remember how the the sequence of events, because it was all blur. I think I went to try to stand up after sitting and I couldn't, I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk. So I looked down and I have this huge contusion on my knee. So much fluid buildup. It's like black and blue and I can't walk. So I had dinner reservation. Literally my whole night got canceled. I didn't go out to dinner. (laughs) We didn't have a fire because I couldn't move. I couldn't walk. And I was just laughing because the old me would have been so mad and like resisting it and all the things like just angry and frustrated and why me and why did this happen? And I was like, ah, I get it. I was doing that thing again and moving like this was source reminding me of you don't want to go down this pattern of moving too quickly like this is still the fertile void this is still winter like you are doing such a beautiful job in your spaciousness and in your (laughs) slowing down and you were like you know you know I was I was starting to be like oh I want to cleanse you know I just noticing the old patterns because of the societal like pop culture constructs And I didn't realize like it kind of crept up. It wasn't like it normally is, but it was kind of creeping up. Right. And I had such deep moments with myself from Saturday evening, which was New Year's Eve up until honestly, maybe like five days. So it was like a five day period from New Year's Eve into the new year. And so many messages came through for me and I didn't, I I just iced and elevated and pretty much was on the couch for that time. (laughs) And I'm just laughing because I was like, I'm going to do a cleanse and I'm going to, and I wasn't, I was just kind of, I hadn't committed to it, but I noticed the patterns of my mind, like wanting to go there, but I hadn't committed to doing anything like I normally would which is what the rest of society does. And so I just surrendered and I'm like, this is any other day. This is any other moment. Like I get to be in the here and now. I get to be in the space. What is this teaching me? What am I missing? What was I trying to rush into? Where is what? There was a course correction that happened with this whole knee thing. And it was powerful because it wasn't anything major. Like I knew that it wasn't a major injury. I knew that it was just the fluid and the the little contusion that was causing all the pain. I knew it wasn't going to be anything crazy. 
but it was like just enough to knock me on my ass for less than a week. And oh my gosh, I am like so grateful because the clarity that emerged from that experience was bonkers. And I'm noticing how much I'm surrendering to the course corrections where I'm like, thank you, like divine consciousness. (laughs) Thank you, God. Thank you, higher self. Thank you, spirit. Thank you, source. Thank you, galactic beings. (laughs) Thank you, guardian angels. Thank you, archangels. Thank you, light beings. You know, I'm just like, thank you, multidimensional family, for reminding me that I was like in a slight little pattern that could have potentially knocked me off course. And I'm seeing now how like the gift in it so quickly. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And of course, it wasn't fun and it was painful and it hurt. I mean, sleeping the first two nights. I mean, it was it hurt a lot. It wasn't a fun experience, (laughs) but I like I wasn't resisting the pain. I just was letting the pain speak to me. And I wanted to share this because I remember recording the podcast being like, I'm going out to dinner and I'm doing this. And then it was like, yeah, none of that happened. And I it was the first night ever I watched a movie. Chad was watching football on his on his iPad while I was watching a movie. He was half watching the movie. I was on the couch like and we just relaxed on the couch. And I remember we were watching the um the game, the Georgia Bulldog game and and I remember um the Bulldogs won the game and it was 12:03. It was kind of like a a close game. And Chad was kind of giving me the play by play. So I was watching the end a little bit with him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 12.03. This is the first year that I didn't watch the ball drop. (laughs) And it was such a mellow evening and I loved it. I loved it. I've loved this week. And I'm in my winter, but I'm showing up. It's, I can't explain this resonance that I'm in. And I'm still in my winter, but. I'm doing these collaborative podcasts with, you know, beautiful souls like Darcy and I'm showing up on social media. I wrote so much, so much during that time on the couch. I was writing and writing and writing and writing and writing and writing and meditating and and praying and also like binging awesome documentaries (laughs) on Gaia. And I was just like, okay. What am I, what's next? I, and I did finally start to take a few Epsom salt baths, which really helped. And I, I was just being present to what is like, I wasn't trying to rush the pain away and I wasn't trying to multitask. I wasn't just like aimlessly scrolling social media during that time. I mean, I'm sure I had those moments, but for the most part, I was really present to like, what is this? What is here for me? And I so much content was birthed out of that. Like if you've been following me on social media for a bit this week, I am just like churning stuff out because of that time. And the clarity is bonkers. And so I'm just wanting to remind you of all of that. And so much of this dynamic conversation with Darcy that you're about to hear is about that, like pain to purpose, right? Like how the shadow then exposes us to the light. And right, just like in the intro of of this podcast of, you know, the cracks is what allows our light to shine through. That is my definition of our of our soul shine, right? Which is our true radiance, our true essence. That a lot of the density and the 
like what we stuff away in the basement is kind of covering that light. And so much of our evolutionary experience and journey is about understanding who we become on the way. <laughs> it's not about it's not about anything. Any like we we're not going to take the car with us or the house with us or the clothes with us or any of the accolades, none of the certifications. We're not taking any of that with us when we're not here anymore. What we're going to take is our level of consciousness, which is who we are actually becoming as we be, right? Like our being is then um like I just keep having this visual of, you know, it's like the becoming is the byproduct of the being, not the other way around, which is the masculine serving the feminine. And that is what I feel that we're truly stepping into in 2023 as I've been connecting in with my, you know, multidimensional support is like, this is it. It's the mind serving the heart. And that is one of my zones of genius through my own origin story and through my own journey of recognizing like how I'm going first and how I'm showing people the way through my own lived experience, through my truth and opening up other people in their truth and how there's only one truth. <laughs> there's only one truth yet there are 7 billion people who have their own individuated experience reflecting that truth. And that's where acceptance comes in and that's where compassion comes in. And that's where everything starts to feel lighter during this time of massive disruption on the planet. And so I hope that that story with my knee just helps remind you when you have these things that kind of come up when you're moving too fast in a direction that's not in alignment with your highest good. And one piece that came through when I was having my little knee sob story this week was, how can I be of highest service to the collective consciousness? Like, how can I be of, high, of highest service and good of the collective? Because when I can set that intention that it doesn't matter what happens in my day to day, as long as I keep coming back to that, whether I don't understand it with the logical mind or it doesn't make sense in that moment, I know that it'll eventually start to crystallize and it'll open up the next path for me, right? Like the next, um, I'm just envisioning this river with, you know, the the little stepping stones along the way. It's just like, in a video game where, you know, you take the step and then the next step appears and the next step appears. And so I really hope that this conversation with Darcy, she gives some beautiful tools at the end and has an amazing free give that's happening when this launches at the end of the week. I'm going to be tuning in and, and continuing to reflect. This is a powerful time as we are still in winter for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere until the spring equinox that happens on March 20th, where Capricorn, Capricorn um, right now we're in Capricorn season and we're going to move into Aries season. So there's just Aries is like that aligned action. Like Aries is the let's fucking go energy. And then we have the spring, the lightness, right? Like coming out of winter to support us. So from now until March 20th, if you don't feel like you're ready to be in the let's fucking go energy, I want you to 
embrace that and to ask why and to ask questions like, is this fear talking or is this faith talking? Like, these are the questions that I ask myself on a daily basis. Sometimes it is fear and it's like, oh, yeah, that's me just like trying to like self-sabotage. Sometimes it is faith, you know, and it's like I get to honor myself in the spaciousness right now. And part of what this journey of the origin story has supported me with is, oh, my gosh, like it needed to happen this way. It truly did in order for me to be here. And it gets us out of poor me and why me and victim, which is a part of the journey. But it's so we don't stay there. Like the victim consciousness is a necessary part of moving the energy and moving through it and experiencing it so that we can transmute that into the victor, (laughs) victim to victor, right? Like, what is this catalyzing me into? And I get so fired up and passionate about this because it's literally why we're here for the evolution of this planet as all of us 7 billion people as a fractal of God in our own individuated expression. And it is like, a requirement for us to lean into that if we want to be liberated and we want to feel love and we want to experience everything that this delicious planet has to offer. That is what I'm here for. That is the world that I'm like holding in the palm of my hands. And that is what I know is possible for us. I truly believe it. So enjoy this episode with the lovely Darcy. I love you. I mean it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in on all of 2023, 2022, and for kicking off with me in 2023. Whether you're new to this podcast or you've been with me since the beginning, I truly, truly appreciate it. And I love what I do. I love being on the podcast. I love recording. I love sharing. I love going back and refining. And I'm like, okay, universe, if this is part of my destiny, like I'm here, I'm claiming it because I feel it in my bones. I feel that this is going to continue to just exponentially grow. I can feel it inside. I feel that this is part of my path. And so I'm continuing to just lean in, to just lean in and say yes and see how it evolves. I'm not attached to what it looks like. But I'm saying yes. And I keep just saying yes. And so that is my prayer for you. I love you. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. And I hope to catch you in Darcy's Claim Your Origin Story retreat because that's where I'll be. And I'm going to continue to reflect and, and to kind of look back on, okay, where did I come from? Why did this happen? And, and what is this bringing me to? What is this helping to anchor into my life? And I hope that it does the same for you. All right. Much love. Catch you for another episode next week on Soulshine Radio. Hey, we did it. First uh, Zoom sesh of 2023. I can't believe it. <laughs> Lindsay here, your guide in the Awakened Feminine Collective. I have the lovely Darcy Meehan here. If you want to say hello for a brief moment. Hello. Okay. I'm doing it. I'm saying it's happening. Marking the milestone. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm super excited to have this conversation here today. I've known Darcy, gosh, how long has it been? Almost three years. It's been a few years. Yeah. And lifetimes, I think. 
Yes. And if you know Sasha Sterling in this community, this is Sasha's beautiful sister. You can probably tell from the resemblance if you're watching this on the video. We are going to be repurposing this for podcasts as well because it's extremely important information and intuitive wisdom that we're going to be sharing today. And I love this because this came directly from your website, claimyourorigenstory.com, Darcy. And I loved this where we're going to be talking all about origin stories today. And if you don't know what that is, Darcy's going to share it all with you. And I encourage you, regardless of where you're at on your journey of life, business, entrepreneurship, whatever it is, to just tune in and listen if you don't know what an origin story is. And this is what I wrote here, where soul and strategy come together for purpose-led living. And this these are Darcy's words. So this is what it means to be in the creative process of co-creating and generating and attuning to your origin story. So that's what we're going to be diving into today. And again, we're in this time of where there's focality, where people are starting fresh, where people are you know, in introspection around the previous year and looking at their lives, right? This is such a powerful time of year to be looking at what is working, what is not working, where did I come from? Where am I going? Who am I now? And I'm getting full body chills because you are such a goddess at what you do. (laughs) You're so brilliant at your work. And I can tell that you love it and it's very meaningful to you. And I can't wait for our community to hear a little bit more. So if you want to say hello and a little bit more about yourself, and then we can dive in. For sure. Lindsay, thank you so much. I um, This is one of my favorite things, really. I feel like I'm so in my, in my lane, right? Like aligned in the zone where I belong. And that's come through a lot of hardship that has been reflected on. Um, which is a large part of the origin story process, actually, of really looking back and going, where am I? And how did I get here? And am I where I want to be? And what's shaped me? And what matters to me? And, you know, you're you're such a leader in that of really looking at, like looking inward and then connecting outward in ways that are intentional. Um, my name is Darcy Meehan. Um, I'm the founder of the Claim Your Origin Story Method. And um, I am Sasha Sterling's sister. Um, she's one of my favorite people, my my um, lifetime best friend. Um, I live in Santa Monica, California, um, which was a uh, two plot twists got me from Northern California to Southern California. Born and raised here, um, and I'm. If you can't find me, I'm usually on my yoga mat, or I left my phone at home and I'm walking at the beach with my dog. Um, Writing is something that means a lot to me and connecting people with who or what they need um, by holding up a mirror is really what I'm dedicated to in lots of different forms. Um, uh, You know, this, you know, with this, the old school pen and papers is my happy place. And you're so good at it. And it's like such a relief because it's painful. So I will, it's painful to kind of go back and revisit at times, especially when we're still in a healing time. And of course, we're ever evolving and expanding. And it does, it is supportive to be witnessed and to not 
and to, and to have somebody reflect back without not trying to fix and to kind of pull out of you what you're trying to say. But sometimes that comes out as like a blubbering mess on a piece of paper. You're really able to pull out the golden threads and able to really articulate what we're trying to say when sometimes it's it's almost like when you're in it, it's more challenging than if somebody can just witness you. And I love your process. So there's so many questions that I want to ask, but I think let's start with what is an origin story so people can start to kind of feel into what is this? And is this something that I want to you know, start to explore during this phase of my life? Absolutely. Um, oh, I love questions. I said this before to you and I've said it over and over. Questions are a love language. Uh, they invite conversation and conversation implies that there's care, right? So anything that there's this engagement with of connecting, conversing, it shows, okay, hey, I love you. I want to know more about you. Even if it, there's a decision like, oh, I wish I didn't know that later, um, which definitely is part of the creative process of looking in. So what is an origin story? Um, my my definition um, is an origin story is really the tale of how you've become who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really, if you look at like the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell coined this um, and he was kind of in line with Carl Jung, um, who looked really deep at archetypes and depth psychology and, and unconscious and conscious realms and um, so much delicious, really psychological, esoteric stuff. Joseph Campbell talked about the hero's journey, and that really was like a template or a map for what every human goes through. Every single human is living a, a set of experiences that are going to be very unique. Mine is very unique, you know, and yours is very unique, Lindsay, like everybody here. But all of us have similar themes, qualities, and experiences that we're going to move through. And the hero's journey really coins that in a very simplistic way in three parts. We're talking about like a a departure or a descent, initiation, return, and then like coming full circle. So I digress on that so quickly. I love it. I just, I've done more (laughs) research on it. I love it so much because it fits every culture across the globe. Every human um, is a living hero. So an origin story is really creating a map similar to the hero's journey, but in a more catered, personalized way to look back at how you've become who you are. Because the stories that we tell shape how we see ourselves and how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. So it's looking back in very specific, intentional, strategic ways, which is what the method does for you, the claim your origin story method, you have the possibility of seeing yourself in new perspectives and making new choices, not only moving forward, but actually healing can happen then looking back. So it's a very engaging process that happens through connecting with self. There's four pillars of the process. Um, uh, Looking back to then be able to leap forward, lean forward, or lead forward. And that's where, you know, it's really instrumental for anybody who's in business and already in a leadership role. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's bringing back this flooding of memories because I worked with you on two separate occasions. And the first time was when I was still fully engulfed in my beauty counter business when I had first hired your sister to help me kind of 
And I think this is really important because my intention was to blow up and expand my beauty counter business in this, just really scale it. And there was a lot of growth that happened during that time. And you helped me. You helped me with my my website, right? This is my first time getting a website up and, and helped me craft my about me through my origin story. And it it really supported me in understanding where I came from, right? Where I was, where I am now and where I'm going. But what happened was is things just kind of started to break down. And I I realized through that process with you that 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 was a stepping stone. It was a piece of my journey and it wasn't the end all. It wasn't my true life's work. And I'm even getting emotional talking about it because if I would have kept pushing and forcing and like trying to fit myself in this box, I wouldn't be here in this moment with this level of awareness and like true, truly waking up every day, loving what I do, knowing that it's still ever expanding and evolving. And so I want to thank you for that. And I also want to ask you, because I know the process and maybe it's shifted a little bit, but I've never had somebody take me through a process the way that you did and how simple it was to share. Like I felt like I was talking to my best friend, to God and a therapist all at the same time. (laughs) Like where I just was so... um, you can quote that if you want. <laughs> I'm so glad this is being recorded. So much fun. Because I didn't feel um, there was no, and I didn't know you, right? Like I knew obviously that you're, you know, I knew who you were and I trusted Sasha, but it just felt really easeful to share a lot of parts of myself. And what I noticed is I would share parts of myself. And I would even say like, I'm not ready to share this with the world, but it was so supportive so that you could also connect the dots. So I don't know if there's anything that you want to share with the community of your process and why you do, like there's a strategy and an intention behind kind of pulling out the shadow and the pain and how all of that has hidden messages and codes and um right the heroine's journey right like the origin story there's an arc <laughs> there's a there's a lot that happens on the way to uh you know the ascension process which i believe ascension is the deeper we go the more we ascend i think that humanity's kind of got a little bit mixed up and we're coming out of that and it's really that connection with self so yeah, anything you want to express related to that, the the process and why you do what you do and why it's important to go there. And thank you so much for it's really humbling. It's humbling to hear how hear how me showing up in this process and be and both of us being willing to get intimate and connect and show up with our strengths and our gifts and our vulnerabilities births this next spiral for you. Um, and I just, it's like the hero, oh, it gets blurry. Why can't I do it? It's a spiral. It's okay. A spiral. <laughs> I started doing that and I can't visualize the spiral. It's the spiral. Um, and that's so much of what this process is. This method, the claim your origin story method is, is one path for how to get more intimately connected with yourself and to see your life past, present, and future from a variety of perspectives 
So there is more choice. So there's more confidence. So there's more ease. So there's more clarity. Maybe so there's more creativity. And what you said about, you know, past experiences, past phases of your life, Lindsay, about like forcing, if I kept forcing, you know, it's like, this is about pausing the pressure. And that can be really effing scary mm-hmm. to pause and to reflect and to say, okay, I'm going to look, I'm going to look inward. I'm going to look back because as much as there's a desire to know, right? I want to know, I want to know who I am. I want to know the truth. I want to know why that happened. I don't know. I want to know why I'm on this planet, all these big questions. Then there's that pause, that, that space between asking the question and getting answers. It's like, what if I get an answer I'm, I don't want to hear? What if it means I really fucked up in my life? Excuse me. I knew I was going to do that. I was attending. What if I all, knew I was- all words are welcome in this space. <laughs> I've already like four times gone pause, um, pause <laughs> before swearing. Um, there can be so, so much tenderness and terror, depending on what what's going on internally in looking back. And so part of what this process is designed to do is to soften where there's been so much shame and create spaciousness so that confidence can come more easily. Communication can happen more clearly and there can be just kind of neutrality, if not pleasantness. I'm going to go back briefly to share some of how this evolved because I think it's important um, I have a background. I I've dealt with a lot of addiction in my life. I have a background in addiction recovery, and I worked as a therapist in a homeless shelter and in the treatment center. I didn't know that. Now I know why it was like, I was talking to my That's it. So I'm like, okay, so some of that stayed right. This was, uh, I, I worked as a, a therapist for a few years and I continued to say before I went and got my master's, I know I don't want to be a therapist. That was the only consistent thing I said, the only consistent thing. And I had someone very close to me, hold the mirror up and say, the only thing you're saying is I don't want to be a therapist. That's probably exactly what you're designed to do. And that's where I went. And it led me to where I am and perfect, you know, a a major phase of my life. But when I worked at this rehab, I, I was given space every day to fill time for the clients. And I created this autobiography of addiction process, Mm. which is like almost like the original claim your origin story. And it was with the intention of seeing how something evolved, what need it was serving, the purpose it held, where it led, exposing some of the purpose and pain, you know, like seeing where there were strengths, strengths trying to come to the surface, where they had been really masked by unloving, you know, compulsive behavior in addiction. It's really, there's gritty, it's gritty. Not everybody's journey is that way. Some people have much more kind of free, like float along more complacent living. I don't know many people like that, that really, really, but I know what happens. So What that served at that period of time was I got to lead from the front by looking at my own experience through really painful periods up to that point, and then rise up to see how they had shaped me into who I currently was. 
they also cast a vision for me moving forward of what really mattered. And it connected me to the spark in me that said, I must write, even if I think I'm horrible at it. If I'm insecure, if I'm never going to market it, it was not about that. So fast forward, you know, all of us, I see everybody, you know, like the, the clients that I had, the people close to me, people that I have really intimate conversations with, everybody is a hero. Everybody is choosing something heroic every single day, whether it's visible to somebody else or not. Hmm. Some, some people getting out of bed and putting regular, regular clothes on, you know, getting dressed, picking up the phone, getting fresh air, posting something on social media, not going on their phone, right? Like, there's these choices that are made every single day that are heroic because they require courage. They require self-trust. They require saying yes to some invisible force that's asking to be trusted, right? Take, in, take it, take it, move on. Um, and until there is reflection, there it's pretty difficult to connect with all of these invisible kind of magical, like you call it the golden threads that are woven through our life already. Without reflecting, there may not be a clear direction forward. So the four pillars of the claim your origin story process, direction, direction, connection, expression, reflection, they provide this foundation that anybody could benefit from because when we look inside, we awaken. Like. Jung says, he who looks outside dreams, he who looks inside awakens. And then it can be used to create content and build a business or write a book or get clear on a big life decision of I'm a yes for this or I'm a no for this. You know, it can be used in really practical, tangible ways, but it's intangibly um, potentially really life changing. Mm. Oh, my gosh, there was so much gold there. <laughs> Where do I even want to go? Oh my goodness. And I I I really want a presence that also what I'm hearing from you, yeah, is the courage of showing up every day and you know how the mundane is the majority of our life and how that's the sweet spot is like through this journey of reflection, we begin to recognize the magic and the miracle of getting out of bed because I am a successful entrepreneur. I love myself. I This is the best I've ever felt in my life. And I still have those days where I don't want to get out of bed. And I say this, this is probably not the first time I've said this on the podcast and in this group because that's the level of intimacy that the world is craving right now where we feel alone and separate and that Nobody else has this pain. Yes, it's our own individuated lens, but we have all like that is what I know in even your journey from what I know of what you've expressed and shared intimately and on pub in public containers. Any time I intimately connect in with my own clients or with colleagues or in leadership containers or at retreats or ceremony, it is just so palpable the pain that we experience in this human form. And that the reason why I love what you do is because it moves us out of victim 
which is a necessary process of like, why me and the hurt and the pain that's so necessary into like, what is like this going to propel me into? Because I do believe from an evolutionary standpoint, that's why we chose to be here. That's, that's what I believe. And that is why it's scary. And that's why we can't do it alone. Like I would have never written my own origin story. I shouldn't say never, but I probably would have resisted it for a very long time, (laughs) which is why I call in that support. And this is why it's so important to reflect back. Like, yes, I'm successful and I love being alive. And I still have those moments of massive depression and self-doubt and fear. And who am I? And I love those parts of myself. (laughs) So I just want to thank you for normalizing, right? Like this is, this is it. And this is why it's so scary because the journey of all of that reflection brings up a lot, but it's so required to liberate ourselves into what's next. And so the invitation is like, do you want to keep talking about it or do you actually want to live your dharma? Like, do you actually want to transmute your karma into your dharma? Like, do you actually want to take that aligned action? Because that is my zone of genius is like really calling people forward in their highest timeline and their potentiality. And you like, and I, I can't do what you do. I don't even want to attempt it. Like, it's like scares me to even be like, what? To, you know, hold space with this. Yeah, right. And that's why I love the feminine. And I love this, this, yeah, like there's support and you don't have to do it alone. Like if we all are in our individuated zone of genius, if we all can just focus on what am I here to do? Who am I here to be? That's all we need to do. That's literally it. Can you just authentically self-express while making mistakes and getting messy and falling on your face and failing forward and continuing to come back to who am I now? What is this? What is my truest self-expression? And then it becomes so simple because then all these beautiful beings pop up that again are human and screw up all the time. I love my screw ups because I know I'm evolving, (laughs) you know? And normalizing that. And then you just have this amazing supportive container. And I'm getting fired up talking about it because this is the world that I envision of like, oh, yeah, you're ready for your origin story. I've got a sister for you. Boom. Oh, yeah. Right. Like you want to get into your body and feel your feelings (laughs) and self-express. Right. Like I'm the gal for you. So I just, you know, I don't know if there's anything you want to touch on there, but the, the piece that is coming through in this moment that we talked about, I know before this recording is this is truly for anybody because this is about transformation and finally moving from why is this happening to me to what is the gift in this? Um, And so in your, on your website, you talk about, you know, entrepreneurs and artists and creatives, but um, this is for anyone. This is literally for anyone. If you're like, all right, I want to actually like know why all of these things are happening and what I can do with it. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, we're, this is for seekers, right? Like anyone who's listening to this, like a seeker who has found, who's already, who's found, right. Who's found the sparkle and, and it's continuing. Cause it's like, we seek and we find, we seek and we find, we seek and we find again. 
again and again and again and again and again. Rinse and repeat. It's the rinse and repeat I'll take over and over again. Yeah. That, that and going to yoga. And seeking just for the sake of seeking without needing to know anything. Like that's where I'm living now. And it's like, oh, that feels so good where you get to a point where you just are excited to seek for the pure joy and like the curiosity. Right? Yes. And gosh, I think to different parts of life where that felt so frightening, <laughs> so frightening to, to like air quote, admit. Totally. Admit that it's like, I'm curious. Like when people would ask me who I am, I dreaded that question. I dreaded mm-hmm. that question. I, I dreaded it. People are asking me, who are you and what do you do? I'm like, <laughs> Are you asking how I make money? Are you asking what lights me up? Are you asking about the stuff I'm really insecure about that I'm like nervous that you can see, even though I don't tell anybody about it? Like, what are you asking me? And I felt like an imposter in my everyday life. Mm. And you said painful earlier. It was extremely painful because I was seeking it with this external pressure that really is just a social norm. People ask, who are you and what do you do? What do you do for work? Do they care? Probably. I don't know. Do I care? (laughs) Not really, unless they care. I care if you care. I want to know what you care about, right? Like ask different questions. So being able to be embodied instead of feel like an imposter, like that's one of the ultimate goals. Hmm. You that. are such an example of that. And you're t- talking about that with embodiment, right? And acceptance. And how does that happen? It happens by getting present. It's the only way. The only way. And there are so many ways to get present, which is amazing. Amazing. Your version of presence. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I want to sign up for that right now. Maybe in five minutes, right? Like but that version of getting present. Sure. Sure. That comes more naturally. Awesome. I'll try that. I'll get out of my comfort zone a little bit more in a few minutes with that practice of getting presence because it's the only opportunity that happens again and again and again. And it can be different every single time. But without a willingness to get present and get embodied, we cannot be receptive to what's trying to find us and the stories that are wanting to be told through us because you and me, and you, and you, and you, and you are holding something really valuable that somebody else needs. And it's by getting embodied and present with ourselves and being willing to see ourselves differently, to change, to grow, and to accept right here, right now, that what we have to share can be available for that person who needs it. That's life-changing. Doesn't have to be this big aha, sparkly dress, five thousand dollar check, social media post moment. It can be awesome. All of those combined, amazing gold sparkles, please. Like all of that, and it's those moments in the present when there's alignment and embodiment that everything makes sense, and that's why I want to be alive. Mm. That's it. And this is the ticket. That's what I found. Is 
right? Like this is the ticket to stopping the hamster wheel of perpetual suffering, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. And I will say that again, regardless of where you're at in your journey of life's work, soul work, whatever it is, that this is a necessary piece. It's required if you want to have the antidote to your suffering because I experience pain all the time, but I don't suffer anymore. And if I can help even one person stop the suffering that is part of the construct of this world and this society and this culture and our mind, you know, then I'll feel like I've done it, you know, and it's just my wish for the world. And so I love what you're doing. I love that you said yes and that you took your pain and you continued to lean in. And I think I love having these conversations because again, it normalizes like I still have fear and I do it anyway. Like my little girl still comes out and is like, I don't want to be seen or I don't want to share this thing. And there's always this next layer of like vulnerability and intimacy and like, ah, you know, the book was one of them. And I do want to share that going through this process with you, which by the way, I went through it twice with Darcy. I went through it the first time around. And then my website, like I completely evolved my bit. Like it was just like a quickening because I stopped resisting and you helped me again. And the, the book, the chapter that I wrote in this anthology was called From Rupture to Rapture, The Ecstatic Gift in Breaking Wide Open. And I didn't know most of these other women in this anthology and reading their stories of the hero's journey, all of the origin stories, it was like the same, but different, right? This is what happened, right? This like, and it was just like puddle on the floor, right? Giving up. I mean, it's like time and time again, it's solidified, right? That we are all just walking each other home through our own individuated lens and how important that is and how it's helping us heal. And then through that, we're being that beacon of light for others to heal as well. And there's no greater feeling in the world, which is why I don't suffer anymore. Because knowing that I can contribute even just a small piece of somebody saying yes to themselves, like, you know, taking the risk, leading with the heart. Love is a risk. No wonder it's so scary, you know, but it feels like this is the time where people are craving it and people are being more open to sharing their past and sharing their truth. And I'm even thinking of the documentary Stutz with uh, Jonah Hill and Limitless with Chris Hemsworth and how my husband is even starting to see these like masculine figures and these figures in Hollywood that are talking about it. Like when I made this level of money, I still was unhappy. Jim Carrey talks about it in some of his documentaries. That is it. It's the journey. And you help, Darcy, you help us get clarity on the journey and get us out of the why me and feeling isolated and feeling like nobody will ever understand and having to keep it inside. and 
allowing that story to be somebody else's miracle of like that small beacon of hope of, "Ah, I can do this. Like if she did it, I can do it too. If he did it, I can do it too. So is there anything you have something fun and exciting to share, but is there something like just a small practical piece that somebody could just start to kind of reflect and maybe just like an introductory part of like, where does one even start in, in exploring that? And maybe it is even addressing the fear or maybe it's even creating the container to allow whatever gets to come through. But what would you suggest is is kind of the first step if somebody wanted to kind of start to go there on their own and, and just get a little curious? Absolutely. <clears throat> I am. It's so exciting to be alive and to be aligned with people like you in conversations mm-hmm. like this. And um, it makes all of the other periods where things felt so misaligned make so much sense. It's like, it's like the life whispering, like future self was yelling life whispers. My future <laughs> self yells. She goes, just keep going. It's going to be good. You've got this. Um, like uh, we get paid to do this. Like, yes, please. If you want to get paid to do what you love, like this is one of the first steps. <laughs> and yes. And with that, yes is being a sacred witness to ourselves is the one of the most important stepping stones to being able to be that for others, to be a sacred witness, to be a guide, to be compensated, right? If that's the evolution it takes, which that is the exchange, sales yeah. and service, we got money, right? So learning how to be a sacred witness to ourselves is kind of a first step. Mm. And you know, you guide process Lindsay with like getting present and being embodied and how to do that. So for anybody listening, like tap into the resources that you already have is my invitation to get connected to the moment, find someone you trust that, you know, that you like, that you've heard, go through meditation, have an embodiment practice, get still, take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the nose, but first in through the nose and out through the mouth. It comes more naturally to most people. Then what I want to have to offer as a, as a invitation, like, it's like, you're welcome to my home. I'm opening the door. (laughs) My first, like, you know, you want a glass of water. You want to take off your shoes. You want a blanket to get cozy, whatever. That's what normally happens. Watch out. A dog's going to jump on you. Um, What I'd like is to invite you to find a notebook or a piece of paper and a pen If you insist on using technology, use it, iPad, laptop, but really like grab a notebook, grab some paper, pen or a pencil. Create an environment where you can sit for one to 10 minutes. Make it cozy if you want to be cozy. I like this mug a friend from England sent me. Trust your heart and follow your dreams. I love the shape. It makes me happy. I can have cold or hot in it. I get that. I get set up. And on this one sheet of paper, write a list of timestamp moments or before and after experiences. These are going to be memories, phases of life, snapshot instances that come to mind. When I met my dog, Nova, as one of them. 
did not plan on meeting her. It's a timestamp moment. Um, holding hands with my grandmother the last time I saw her. Seeing my niece for the first time. Looking in the mirror and crying and not looking away. Oof. Right? Timestamp moments. Do they matter to anybody else? Not until I tell them when I'm connected to my heart, which is coming. You know, more of my stories will be shared when it's aligned appropriate, when it feels good. That it starts by writing, get connected. And what what are some of my timestamp moments? Where have there been before and after experiences that want to be expressed or seen? And write them down. Simple. I love that. And I'm going to do that myself. And this is where student is always teacher and teacher is always student. And there's going to be, there's always something new that gets unlocked when you do practices like this. And I just want to presence that I want to acknowledge that in a world that wants us to keep moving and going, and there's always the next thing, like this is a requirement, right? The presence, the stillness is a requirement for all that you're desiring, right? So we, it's almost like taking the first step of a thousand is always the hardest thing. So if you can at least tomorrow's the full moon would be a beautiful time to have this ritual, the first full moon of the new year. When this is launching, it'll be after the full moon for the podcast, but it doesn't matter. Like again, portal days, it doesn't matter. Eclipses, equinoxes, new years, right? Solar returns. It's, it doesn't matter. Like those are supportive, but you can create any sort of sacred ritual again in any moment of any day. So honor yourself. And I, I love what you said about the more that you can get out of the day to day. So if you're on your computer and you're generally working on your computer, <laughs> it, it's helpful and supportive to change your environment, to sit somewhere new, to go out in nature, to go to a coffee shop, right? That's why the notepad and paper, all of it helps you get out of the logical mind and the structure and the needing to be perfect. And I would even encourage you to write them upside down and all around and, and or maybe like add graphics and symbols and colors. And this is actually the gold that's going to help unlock what's next for you. So I invite you all to do that. And if you want to keep going and you're like, all of this is just feeling like a holy yes and a sacred yes in your heart, Darcy has something so fun. And I believe it's free in the near future coming up, I believe next week when this is launching on the podcast later in the week. So go ahead and share, 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 share what you've got going on in your world as a free give. Thank you so much, beloved. Um, yes. So claim your origin story. We have an online retreat happening um, and it is tickets are on me. It's a free event. It's, it's going to be um, instead of being live. So more people can RSVP. Yes. It's January 13th, 14th and 15th. When you opt in, you'll get your virtual ticket sent. And then a video with me will be sent workshopping three days in a row. You can watch it within a couple of day period. So whether you can join live or not, doesn't matter. Once it comes to your email, you'll have access to it. And this really, this online retreat is where like-hearted visionaries like us from all across the world are coming together because they're saying, yes, I'm ready to experience more momentum in my life and possibly my business. Um, what we're going to be doing here is three days in a row with me, um, connecting with your heart, 
connecting with your vision, your mission, and creating space for yourself to hear and see and speak your stories in new ways. We're also going to be discovering the strength in your stories that are showing up, like with this assignment, this invitation for you I just shared. And then I'm going to give some very simple steps for how to step into the next stories that are wanting to be expressed, told, and embodied in really empowering ways. So it's going to be a full three days. Um, You are invited, the more the merrier. And this is a premier event for the Claim Your Origin Story method. I love it. So yes, it's claimyourorigenstory.com, which we'll make sure we put in the show notes and in the comments of this live stream and all of the ways you can, of course, reach out to myself and or Darcy on her website. But I'm going to be signing up. I'm going to be tuning in. And I love that the accessibility is there where this can be done in your time, right? This this can be done in your time and your container to allow for the spaciousness. And if you're in my community, you know that I am not one to be rushing, rushing, rushing along with the rest of the world. So hopefully you have the spaciousness and this could be exactly what you need to kind of determine, right? What's next? Oh, Issa's watching. She's saying, love you, ladies. Issa and I had a beautiful call earlier. Thank you for watching. Beautiful. So is there anything else that you want to leave this beautiful community with? Final thoughts. Yes. If there's that quiet or loud, critical internal voice that's whispering or screaming, you know, you're not worth knowing. You don't have anything to say. How could you actually build a business? All the fears, the judgments, the criticisms. I want to speak to that part right now. Say, I hear you, I'm witnessing you, and I want to know more about you. And you are worth knowing. And to the person holding the, the, you know, that inner dialogue, you are a fucking hero. And it's time to connect with your heroic adventure, not only past, present right here, and forge a new path into the future. However you do that, you are invited, you are welcomed into these communities. And thank you for showing up like you do. Mm, So powerful. Oh my gosh. This was such a delicious way to kick off the new year. Like, yes, please. And I love how it was so aligned. And I think I shared with Darcy, but this is where I have no shame in my game sharing that this is my first official. So I've had 22 podcast episodes, almost six months, and I've been repurposing a lot of old content. And this is how my uh, saboteur and inner child and inner critic, (laughs) you know, the parts of me that were afraid decided to do this so that I could start, so that I could just start. And I love how... Darcy and I connected this week and it was an immediate full body like bring her on the podcast and it just happened and it was fluid and here we are and we did have a little bit of a time snafu you know but that's because we're in retrograde right now probably and new years and we're in that still in that like amoeba phase <laughs> following the holidays and into the new year but it's and that's where we just flow we're like oh yeah whoopsie let's try this again and nothing felt like a disruption like even that was like oh yeah great And I just want to remind you all, and that's why the transparency of of 
people like Darcy and and myself beings like Darcy and myself of of like kind of taking you behind the curtain of of what that's like and what it's like to start something and launch something and to share your story and to go deep and to be vulnerable and expose yourself in such a way. Um, but I mean, when you're on the other side, it's so euphoric and to hear how you're supporting people and to be witness and to know how good you feel, you feel lighter when people know who you are and there's no more masks and you stop compartmentalizing yourself, you feel lighter. And that is my prayer for you. So I am so excited to have you join Darcy. I will be tuning in. Thank you, love, for sharing your heart and your wisdom and, you know, being a therapist, God and a best friend all in one body because, you know, we are all a fractal of God. (laughs) So thank you for taking that humbly. But it's truly what it felt like and um, would love to know what's opening up for you. You can feel free to reach out to Darcy or myself and continue the conversation. Much love. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast and reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings.